Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. St. John Paul II uh, noted that at Fatima, Our Lady, quote, summed up the whole of the 20th century, end quote. My guest, Father Robert Sirico, has been uh, studying uh, Fatima, not only in terms of its call to a change in our interior life, but Fatima in terms of its really geopolitical significance. He is a president and co-founder of the Acton Institute and pastor of Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Grand Rapids, Michigan. His writings on religious, political, economic, and social matters are published in a wide variety of journals, including the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, Forbes, uh, Detroit News, National Review. Father, great to have you back. Good to be back with you, Al. So let's talk about this statement of St. John Paul II, that Fatima sums up the whole of the 20th century. What did he mean by that? Well, of course, what he was saying there is that um, that what Fatima means in terms of its real-world impact, the, 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 of course, the much-alluded-to reference to the great evil that would emerge from uh, Russia, mm-hmm. uh, that, that at the beginning of the 20th century, Fatima looked forward to the end of the war that was going on at the moment of Fatima, the, the prophesied the Second World War, in effect, the persecution of the Jews, the decimation of the Church in Europe, particularly in Russia, and then the uh, consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary of the world, and then a, the culmination is the triumph of her Immaculate Heart, if people would repent. So this kind of projects itself through the 20th century. Um, What I wanted to say, and then of course the intriguing role of John Paul himself Mm -hmm. uh, having an assassination attempt in St. Peter's Square on the feast of Our Lady of Fatima, (laughs) May 13th. A year later, of course, he brings the bullet and places it in her crown in Fatima in Thanksgiving that a mother's hand uh, directed the bullet. And then, of course, the release of the uh, the, the secret. Yes. Uh, the third secret of Fatima, the famous third secret of Fatima that I remember hearing about when I was a kid. Me too, right. That <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to argue in this piece that I wrote in um, Crisis is that that vision doesn't just go forward in time, it's anticipated that what what heaven does at Fatima is even anticipated with the earlier Marian apparitions uh, and uh, uh, punctuated by the uh, two infallible pronouncements related to Mary, and in particular related to Mary's body, the mm-hmm. uh, Immaculate Conception, yes. that she was conceived without the stain of original sin and her glorious assumption into heaven and and we can get into this I'll, I'll stop here and let you ask me well, because I don't want to just do a monologue on you no but this is good uh, the so you're seeing that in in a way there was a there was a preparation oh, yeah. uh, up for Fatima uh, we always think of it's almost as though we think Fatima is the first bell that was rung and then it rings throughout the 20th century you're saying that there was a there was a, a, a series of prior movement. apparitions that moved towards this 
Yeah, it moved towards it, and what's intriguing to me is that it moves towards it at the same time there's a certain trajectory taking place in the secular world with regard to women. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the point I wanted to make, is that this also is the beginnings of modern feminism. Mm-hmm. It's just true. right about the time of the pronouncement of the uh, Immaculate Conception, the um, uh, promulgation of the dogma of the Immaculate Conception, uh, and then moving through uh, La Salette and um, the, the other apparitions that occur before Fatima, mm-hmm. And then even the angels' appearances before, you know, most people, when they think of Fatima, they think of the six apparitions on the 13th day, beginning May 13th and going to October 13th. Right. Um, but, but really there were preparatory apparitions of the angels to these children, um, which are intriguing in themselves, and we can talk uh, about that uh, as well. So what I'm saying is that there's this whole movement in the secular world, uh, a kind of feminist movement, mm-hmm. uh, that misunderstands uh, the dignity of woman. Right. I mean, <clears throat> uh, you write in the piece that the most powerful movement to resist uh, misogyny in the history is Christianity. Uh, because of its view of the immortal destiny and intrinsic dignity of every human life, and because, again, uh, you take a look at Jesus' encounters with women and the role that they played in the proclamation of the gospel as witnesses to the resurrection, as uh, gathered with him at the foot of the cross. Uh, and you can see that uh, in, the, in salvation history, uh, the, the role of woman uh is is given uh great clarity and uh this if i understand you correctly you're saying that uh one major development uh in this area of the uh, genius of woman or the dignity of woman begins through these apparitions at the same time that the world is coming up with a a false feminism Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the antithesis of yep. the dignity of woman, and the dignity of woman, of course, rooted in the dignity of human life. Yeah. And the secular movement that's animated in some respects by Marxism and materialism, mm-hmm. seen in Marx's and Engels' book on the um, role of private property uh, and the state, the attack on the church in Marxism. Yeah. And the attack uh, on the, the family, the, the abolition of the family. Well, in particular on the family. Yeah. Um, and the, the notion that the class struggle in an economic sense can be applied to men and women. This is the false feminism mm-hmm. that tries to steal the momentum of authentic feminism that's found, as you say there, you know, um, at the foot of the cross and then the collaboration of women in the early ministry of Jesus and then going into the second century uh, in Rome, mm-hmm. the conversion of aristocratic women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually as a result of that, by, by Christian women, uh, and the witness that these aristocratic Roman pagan women saw um, in the lives of the Christian community and the dignity with which women were treated 
that will eventually take over the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. the Christianity. Mm-hmm. And then later, the development of women's religious orders, the role of women in uh, leading in hospitals and universities and exactly. education. It, it's really, I mean, there's something truly demonic about this uh, oh, yeah. impression that uh, Catholicism has somehow uh, hampered uh, the uh, growth, development, uh, the creative possibilities of women. It's, it's demonic, it's satanic in the literal meaning of that word. The yeah. origin of, uh, remember that Satan means, the, and devil, mm-hmm. is liar, yeah. deceiver. Yeah. This is lying about the role of women in history uh, by way of Christianity. It lies about it. And so your choice of the word there, demonic, is is quite appropriate. Let me go to another point that you make in the piece here. Uh, There's another great historical movement connected to the apparitions of Fatima that we should identify, a movement that came into being in the 7th century and can likewise be seen to be linked to the events and revelations of Fatima, and that, of course, is the rise of Islam. Yes. Um, uh, Did Our Lady come to this particular place in Portugal? (laughs) To also, not just to get us to think about Russia, but also to think about Islam. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it, I don't know if a lot of people realize, Fatima is the name of the daughter, the oldest daughter, the first daughter of Muhammad. Mm-hmm. She is um, highly prized uh, in Muhammad's mind, Uh but even more in Muhammad's mind, in the Quran, is Mary. Yeah, that's amazing. Who is mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only woman mentioned by name in the Quran, an entire chapter of the Quran is dedicated to Mary. Right. And this is the place that Our Lady appears in Portugal, which had been dominated for, I forget how many years, is uh, 500 years. Mm-hmm. By Islam, a lot, a lot of people don't realize that, and named after uh, a young woman who is uh, a Muslim and converts to Catholicism and marries, um, I think it's a duke or a, an aristocratic son there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when she dies, the, the region is named after her. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the place that Our Lady appears. And not only that, not only that. <laughs> The angel that appears to the children of Fatima prior to Our Lady's appearances, when he first appears to them, bows down on both knees and places his head toward the ground and pronounces, teaches the the prayer to the children, which is this marvelous prayer of exaltation of the Holy Trinity. Hmm. So I just find all of this, you know... Which, of course, is a great contrast to Islam. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it kind of takes from Islam its symbols mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and re, reproposes who Mary is. Now, that's very subtle. I mean, Fulton Sheen in the 1950s noticed this. Right. He said the way to Islam is not going to be direct evangelization. It's going to be through Mary. And and in the course of researching this uh, article that I wrote, and I, I believe I put the link in um, the crisis article. Yes, it's there. Mm-hmm. 
I found these apparitions to Muslims <laughs> of the Blessed Mother. Right. right. Larger. In Egypt, there were an assemblage of large, larger assemblage of people witnessing Mary's, Mary's appearance in Egypt than appeared to Our Lady in uh, the appearance of Our Lady in Fatima. Yeah. This is this the one over that the Coptic uh, church yeah. there? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm just. I mean, when I was, I, I mean, I, I suppose I'm like a lot of uh, typical Catholics. You know, you grow up and you think this is your grandmother's devotion. Right. But as I began to research this as, uh, you know, a person interested in history and economics and politics and all the rest of it, boy, Fatima is potent. It is. And I love to stress that, too. It's not just a devotional exercise. It's the making of history. Father, thanks so much. Great being with you.